This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Thursday, June 25th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. We've shifted into a new phase in the coronavirus pandemic. We're social distancing, washing our hands, wearing face masks, and we're reopening the country. I'll still give you updates on any new information about the virus and vaccine development, but I'll also be focusing on how we are reopening America. Florida's party and tourism-fueled economy is contributing to a rise in coronavirus cases, and it has all the makings of possibly being the next large epicenter. The demographics are also changing. More people in their 20s and 30s are contracting the virus. And things could also get complicated when President Trump takes the convention there in August. Francisco Alvarado, contributor to the Daily Beast, joins us for the rising numbers in Florida. Thanks for joining us, Francisco. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. As the country is starting to reopen their economies, unfortunately, we're starting to see upticks in a lot of states, upticks of cases of coronavirus. One thing in particular we're seeing out of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, they're actually going to impose a 14-day quarantine on travelers from coronavirus hotspot states. This is all because their numbers are starting to go down. They want to keep it that way. So states wrapped up in this are Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Washington, Utah, and Texas. They're all seeing upticks. And if you go to any one of those three states, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, you're going to have to get into a 14-day quarantine. Francisco, you wrote a piece for the Daily Beast about Florida and how they're one of the states that are experiencing this. And part of it is their party and tourism-fueled economy. It's kind of flaming up these cases again. Tell us a little bit about that, Francisco. Florida, it's, again, it's most of the jobs down here are hospitality related, meaning that people either work in restaurants or they work in hotels or they're basically working in venues where there's going to be a lot of people coming in. And it's also a very big party town and specifically in, in Miami-Dade. So when things started reopening and they started allowing venues like restaurants to reopen, there's some restaurants that are really not quote unquote restaurants. They're more like supper clubs where people can go party. 
you can have dinner and at the same time there's a DJ there and then people are dancing and people are smoking hookahs. It's really a, a surreal scene when you break it down with everything that's happening around us. There's even an Instagram account that started up here in Miami where they're posting videos and pictures of businesses that are not adhering to the regulations of making sure people are wearing masks and social distancing. So when you see videos of people shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow at a pool party inside a restaurant where, you know, instead of just, you know, having dinner, but they're actually dancing and having a good time, it's easy to see why we're seeing our numbers increase so much. Last week, I think the record was like a little over a thousand a day reported. And now today we got 5,500 reported in one day. So that's kind of the situation down here. Now, Florida is an interesting example because they were one of the later states to impose the stay-at-home orders when this all started. And they were one of the first states that have started opening up. I think May 4th was when the governor, Ron DeSantis, said they can start opening things back up slowly. And early on, people, despite those stay-at-home orders, they started staying home. They started taking precautions. Now it seems like being locked down for a while, obviously everybody wants to get back out there, but the demographics of this are changing now. The people that are actually getting sick now are younger people in their 20s and 30s. And in most states where all the sicknesses are coming from, you know, they're in a lot of nursing homes. They are the elderly, more vulnerable populations that have comorbidities and all. But right now we're seeing an uptick in younger people getting infected. Because those are the people that are going out. Those are the people that you're seeing in these restaurants that I just mentioned. They're the ones that are believed because they don't have core morbidities and they don't have anything to worry about. They don't have any pre-existing health conditions that would make them more cautious. So they're just returning back to their normal lives. I mean, I can tell you, like, aside from my own article, I live like near the water and you can see like just boats passing by and like the boats are packed with people. People think that just because it's like five or six of them together that they're okay. They limit the gatherings of 10 or more. So they think if they stay under 10, that nothing's going to happen. And that's really not the case. It's an unfortunate thing. But here's another thing that's the problem here that why people, I think, go out a lot here in Florida is our sunshine. Obviously, that's our major draw, but it's also one of the reasons, I think, that people are going out again. People don't want to be inside their house. They want right. to be out enjoying the weather, and they want to like catch up with their friends on Ocean Drive and have drinks by on Ocean Drive. And then next thing you know, they don't even know it. They're exposing themselves to this virus. Yeah. Obviously, nobody wants it to happen, but that's kind of where everybody's mindset is at, looking out to see where the next big epicenter in the United States is going to be. And Florida has the makings of it. Arizona, Texas, they're all experiencing these shifts up in infections. And one of the other things on the political side of things, President Trump, they're set to do the Republican National Convention there now in August. They moved it from uh, North Carolina because they weren't going to you know, maybe be able to do it the way they wanted to. And I know that there's a bunch of people that are saying, well, we don't want it here either now for fear that it could be a, a big super spreader event. That's just kind of like inviting trouble, having a, an event the size of a national political convention like the Republican National Convention. You're going to have people coming from all over the country into Jacksonville. And somebody had just pointed out to me that, you know, that these are folks that are not necessarily believers of wearing masks and social distancing. Some may even think that this whole thing is a hoax and they're all going to be gathering at the convention and that the possibility is high that they can catch this virus. They're going to be flying home and possibly spreading it to wherever they're coming from. Just to end this off, because uh, I thought it was a fun way to start the article, and we're talking about the party and tourism-fueled economy that Florida has there. Right. You know, you told a quick story about somebody who 
wanted to go out late, get some food. The only place he could go to was a gentleman's club that served food. I think it was called Gold Rush Cabaret. And what did he see in there? Well, he said that he was actually rather impressed by the measures they had taken. Before he even went in, they made sure he had a mask. They um, took his temperature. He said they sprayed him his hands down with some sort of, you know, alcohol solution. And uh, once they went inside, they gave him his own table. And he was about six or eight feet away from the next tables around him. And that he saw that, you know, but there was still, you know, fairly decent crowd, about 100 people, half of them dancers. He said everybody was wearing masks and that everybody was keeping to themselves. It wasn't like a typical strip club atmosphere, you know, where <laughs> right. people are like walking around from bar to bar, you know, stopping to talk to one dancer, the next dancer. Yeah, he said it was just more like people keeping to themselves. Something I didn't get into the story. He said that it felt like people were like treating each other like they were lepers if yeah. you weren't part of their group. But still, it's, you know, it's an enclosed space. And, you know, you can wear a mask, you can social distance. You're still going out and taking that risk. Francisco Alvarado, contributor to The Daily Beast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Have a great day. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.